Welcome to Each Minority, a podcast for youth about the gospel. I'm your host, Jaquel, here with my co-host, pastor, and dad, Sean. Hi, Jaquel. Hi, dad. Was that better? Well done. Hi, you were hey. You were ready. Hey, hey, hey. Right on. Hi. Even though, even though, off, off the mic, you off just the always try to say the things, <laughs> make the faces, and I am such a professional, I don't even crack a chuckle, not a bit. I'm here to do a job. Really? Yeah, I was What's watching. I was watching uh, the news this morning. Oh, you watch news? You are <laughs> Only, so smart. Well, I don't want to reveal how far in advance we're, rec- we're recording this, but uh, the day after a major national election, I do watch the news. <laughs> Not and that anybody now knows. Oh my goodness! Although- what? What in the world? Look, I know Americans don't care about Canadians, <laughs> but I was like, nobody was talking about Canada's no. federal election, and it's a huge deal. I know. And they don't care Canada's about Canada's relations with the U.S. are like. That's a big deal. They don't. Though, they don't care about us, Jaquel. Though uh, three very famous Americans did come out to endorse some candidates, mm. so uh, Bernie came out and endorsed the NDP. Yeah, of course guy. he did. <laughs> and then uh, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton yeah. endorsed our current Justin. prime minister, Justin yeah. Trudeau. Anyways, the whole point mm. of my story is not about Canadian Canada's very very dark and depressing politics, uh, but. But. The coverage and uh, the this guy was getting up to do do his bit and he was being introduced by the other guy I think his bit was like what political parties were trending on Twitter the most mm. anyways post-election coverage not very exciting no. um, but afterwards you found out that the, oh, there was a guy off air who's trying to make him laugh the entire time and he <laughs> didn't even crack a <laughs> smile like he was like uh. a stone-cold professionalism the whole way hmm. I'm like mad respect not here Nope. No. <laughs> People come here for our sweet hot takes, Jaquel. That's all they're here for. <laughs> no, we, I, I would say we kind of have lukewarm takes. Lukewarm takes. Uh, well, <clears throat> I don't know how hot our takes are. <laughs> I think that's very intentional, Dad, because as you know, I've been thinking a lot about a very serious subject of when to when one is ready to write and speak about something. Yeah. And one of my friends and business partners, uh, my main friend and business partner, <laughs> yeah. not my main friend, I have other friends. Anyways, we were talking about the concept it. of hot takes. Yeah. Christians should not be interested in those. Agreed. One thousand percent. Like, no, we don't we don't have the hot take. We as, don't go for as, that sort of thing uh, around here. As someone that I've met in person once, I can't really call her a friend though, Jen Wilkins says, yeah. uh, anything new, anything new and exciting you want to say? Yeah. It's probably just an old kind of heresy. When did you meet Jen? Uh, I met her in passing at a <laughs> conference. Hi. Hi. Meh. And uh, anyway, she endorsed my book. Jen. So. Oh, she did? Yeah, she huh. did. Oh, well. And I interviewed Whatever. her once. Okay. Yeah, so we're um. basically BFFs at this point. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know how much I'd be bragging about that, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, she has cute pugs. Okay. Okay. Well, she's, then a, that, she's a hey. She's if, a crazy pug lady. If that's the standard, then <laughs> hey, you're, there, there's a podcast about pugs. No, it's called the Theology Pug Cast. Yeah. I'm not joking you. Yeah. No, I've heard about it's it. Like Glenn but Sunshine. What is? And do they talk else. about pugs? No, it has nothing to do with that. I don't well, know why, why they call they it the Theology Pugcast. It's all about theology. It's um, what's his name who wrote um, so Glenn Sunshine and uh, C. R. Wiley. Oh. And uh, there's one other person on it, but anyway. 
Uh, I haven't really gotten into it. Sheologians has a new episode out that I'm very she, she, interested she, she, in. She, 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 I, she, I don't she, listen she, to every she, episode she, of Sheologians, but man, some of their episodes are, yeah. they choose very interesting <laughs> topics. <laughs> Bro, that sounds there. like a creepy Elmo. There, I just I just did my impression of Sheologians for you. Hey, All they do they is have, giggle. They have good content. Eh, they just did the an episode giggling. on Disney, so oh, yeah. I'm kind of yeah. intrigued by it. Well, they better not say anything disparaging about Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they're going to answer to me. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure they're very sure. concerned about that. I, I don't, just mocked them for their laugh. I don't really care much about Mickey, but my wife is a big fan of that mouse. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. So. And what, what, excuse me, what did you say? What did you, what were you uh, saying about, uh, they, I'm sure that they're listening right now. I mean, our <laughs> podcast is listened to wide and far. Hi, Summer. To Hi, the Joy. end of the, <laughs> yeah. No, I, it, it's a great podcast. I just can't listen to it because of the giggling. It's too much giggling. Well, if they could cut down on the giggling, maybe. But, I mean, it's a podcast for ladies. It is. And, it's and we ladies like mo- to giggle. Mostly so. for ladies. But, no, I just mean, like, it's not directed towards me. Yeah, you are not the target audience. But when it comes to our podcast, we say we're a podcast for youth, but, you know, we're much more for everyone. <laughs> we're, not, we're, we're not just for youth. We're for everyone. We're for old people, middle-aged people. Yep. Like, young people. Um, like uh, not as young people, really old people, yeah, all ages. People, I mean, really, all people ages in their twenties, thirties. So we should be about 40s, the gospel for all 50s, ages, maybe sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, and even even <laughs> if you are one hundred or older, you can totally listen to our podcast if you are one hundred or older. Um, so Jaquel, what's going on in, in your life, girl? What is going Come on, on? Talk to me. Talk to your papa. <laughs> well, life is busy right now. What? I mean, I got I'm another. so busy. Gonna find out what gender baby I'm having really soon. No, don't do it, Jaquel. Don't. Yep. Don't yep. do yep. it. Look, don't as do I've it. said before. Don't do it. It's a surprise either way. I would just rather find out the surprise sooner. Okay, so what are you going to name him or her? Let's have it. Yeah, run. I already have my names, but what I'm a, not sharing them on air. But but will you share them with me? Yeah, probably. You would share them with me Maybe. off air? We'll see. Oh, I'm like, you, I'm. You never shared Lucy. Yes, you were, we did. Nope, no. Yes, we you were did. Like, no, Dad, I'm not telling you we, anything. You guys were the only people we told. <laughs> I, well, now, after these comments, so now I don't know if you're going to get to know the names for the second baby. How about, um, I'm thinking Larry <laughs> or Curly or Mo. Man, there are so many names <laughs> that are belong to people like 70s, 80s that. It would be hilarious to have a baby today with that name. But then you think about it. Those people that are 70 or 80, Obadiah. I mean, he was a baby Obadiah. once. How about Gerald? Gerald? <laughs> it's a fine name, but, but it's like, then can you call, call him a baby? Jerry. Hey, Gerald. Gerald, come here. Gerald. I don't and know. And I just, I could not name a child Jerry. I would never do that Jerry. <laughs> but then I also couldn't name him Larry either. <laughs> what? Could you name him Curly? <laughs> no. Whoa. <laughs> you know, I don't think I have ever seen the Three Stooges in my life. Oh, uh, well. The only thing I know about the Three Stooges <laughs> is that little part from um, Princess Diaries where, uh, I I don't know, maybe it's Stan Lee, maybe some other actor is hmm. like talking about the Three Stooges. Hmm. Anyways, the girls who watch Princess Diaries, you know what I'm talking about, right? I got a question for you, Jaquel. What are you talking about? I mean, what's your question? How much money do you have? Money? Yeah, how much money do you have? Um, oh, no, not money. What am I saying? <laughs> 
I don't know what you're saying right Did you not pick that up? Money? I gave you we're another not. opportunity to turn this around. Okay, people, I just gave away. We're doing an episode on money, but not today. Okay, not that's today. that's long in the future. Right around Black Friday. Jaquel was Jaquel was brilliant. I said to her, let's do an episode about money. And she said, maybe we should do that around Black Friday. I'm like, man, you are thinking, girl. I just want to compliment you. That was Thanks. a brilliant idea. So listen, so folks, it doesn't matter how much money she has, because we're not talking about money today. Right. We're talking about time. <laughs> So, Jaquel, how much time do you have? Well, I have 24 hours in a day, just like everybody else. Okay. You know what I was about to say, though? What? I don't have that much of it. because uh, this Money is or time? <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to say time. Okay. But, um, You're so busy. That is what everybody says, right? Like that. So you said that just like five minutes I'm ago. I'm so busy. I know. I know. It's a, it's a, it's a problem with all of us, okay? I'm, I'm also not, busy. I'm not critiquing. <laughs> I'm not critiquing you from a place critiquing. from a play. Let me finish. Interrupting is the rudest <laughs> thing I have ever seen in the world. Not critiquing from a place of superiority. Okay. I'm critiquing okay. from a place oh, of solidarity. Hurts. Okay. Because I feel it. But anyways, time. We all have it. But we all use too much of it. Yeah. Or at least we think we or do. Or not enough of it. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem. Why are we all so busy? I think it's a, it's a big issue. I think because we're not good with uh, allocating our time correctly. Yes. And I think it's uh, very problematic that we consider busyness to be a badge of honor. Mm. Yeah. Right. Why is that? Because we, Seriously, we like, are locked look at me. into I'm this. So busy. We're in this idea where our value is tied to what we do yeah, and true. what we produce. Yeah, that's true. And that's not really a biblical idea. Like, no, so. rest <laughs> yeah. is very esteemed. Well, okay, so, but here's, 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 maybe it's how we ask the question. Like, how are you doing? Or, like, you know, but we this say. this is the thing. We say, how are you doing? How's your person? What, what's in your life? And our response is. I'm really is, busy. I'm, I'm busy. Or maybe it's when we say, what's going on? Yeah. What's going on? Maybe we shouldn't say, what's going on? But even still, even like, still, when why, you say, How why do we respond so busy? I mean, and maybe it's because we don't want to, we don't want to talk about how we're really doing. Huh. And busyness yeah, well, is then. a convenient excuse. Yeah, but. I and we're all busy all the time. I don't know. Because like, you, you got the whole, how are you doing? Fine. Yeah. Right. Usually it's just because, well, that's, that's a social, social, what is the word I'm looking for? It's a social, uh, that's just a social norm. Yeah. That's just what you say when somebody says, how are you doing? If they don't say fine, you're like, excuse me, you were supposed to say fine. Yeah. Right. Which is an issue, right? That's one issue. But when somebody says, uh, you know, how are you doing? And you say, I'm really busy. Like, that's not just a fine. Like, why are you saying that? Mm -hmm. Like, if you're saying fine, you're just saying, I don't really want to carry on this conversation. But if you say I'm really busy, that conversation's going somewhere. Well, because, uh, well yeah, usually, it's I like, think. Well, what, what, well, so what's, what's, going, what's on? going on and how are we busy? Maybe it's because we want to talk about more about what we're doing. But I just said, how are you doing? So why don't you just tell me? I don't know. I don't know. I do think it's, it is a reflex for a lot of us. Yeah, that's true. But I also, I don't think that makes it kind of less problematic that a lot of us still take pride in that. Or we think that that's a better response than being like, oh, well, you know, I'm life is great. normal. It's it's good. God like, is good. Work, <laughs> like this is going on, that's going on. Okay, so stop and think before you just respond busy. Yeah, and think about whether or not you're too busy. Yeah, well, I mean, that I think that's, well, ugh. Okay, here's another thought. Do you think that maybe sometimes people say that because they feel bad about how they're using their time? Like lots of times people are say they're busy 
and yet you hear about certain things they're doing and it's hmm. like you don't have to be that busy you're choosing to do these things well that's true there there definitely could be like some guilt issue some guilt involved and I i'm just thinking out loud it's no, just a casual I think, conversation Chico. i think that's legit and because i'm thinking could about be. my own life too yeah. right like why why i say that or when i say that um and even yeah what what do we even mean when we say we're busy you know somebody says how you doing you go oh man i'm so busy and you sat and watched tv for three hours the night before are you really busy maybe yeah. you're busy because you're not making good use of your time i don't know again i'm just thinking out loud here i don't know yeah i don't know i think i i do think a lot of us feel this pressure from from the world, yeah, from family, from friends to be really busy. That that is the ideal we should be aiming for. And that if we're, I think a lot of us do sometimes feel bad if we have time and space right. in our lives where there is nothing planned, where things are yeah. just, just set aside. And uh, someone I know, my business partner and friend, yeah. like he talks about like, if you don't have time or you can't make time for if something comes up and somebody needs you, yeah, you're yeah, you too say. busy. Like that, yeah. that is wrong. Like we, as as Christians, need to have some availability in our lives for other people, for our, our families. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is just a friendly reminder to evaluate: Are you too busy? I was th- I was thinking about this the other day because you know uh, we had this running joke in our home that if I ever got a sermon ahead, something was going to happen. <laughs> Yep. Because if I get a sermon ahead, then I've got some extra time, and then you know some maybe, crisis usually maybe I, I don't know some crisis or you know somebody passes away or something like this, that and then you got a lot. extra work and stuff like that. Um, which right now I'm actually two sermons ahead. Okay, now I'm really scared. <laughs> I am. I, I am truly terrified. I know, this but but the the reason I like to be ahead, like some. It, this is an interesting conversation because some pastors say you should never be even one sermon ahead. Mm. You should be working on the sermon that you're preaching right that week. I think those people are crazy and they've never lived the life of a I don't know how they do it. But the point is, is that sometimes things come up. Mm-hmm. And if you want to put the right amount into your sermon, then you need to be something ahead. Because if something comes up and you don't have time to write a sermon, what are you going to do come Sunday morning? I mean, just get one off the Internet. Yeah, well, that's what Ed Litton would do. But anyway, <laughs> um, nevertheless, we do need to be like I really... I really agree with your point there. We need to work time into our lives so that we can respond to things that come up that aren't planned. Because mm-hmm. listen, being a human being involves dealing with things that aren't planned. Yeah. Like, you know, James says, if you say, I want to go here or do this, you say, if the Lord wills, because sometimes the Lord don't will. Yeah. And, and things come up and your schedule gets rearranged. And if you have no room to play in your schedule, by which I mean you can't play around with it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you going to respond to the issues of being a, a Christian and a, a, a involved church member? Well, and I think we also just need to evaluate what is the pace of my life. Like we live in such a, a hurried yeah. culture. Everything needs to be fast. We need to move on to the next thing yeah. right away. And this is so different from... The life that was lived in Jesus's day in like hundreds of years ago. And I'm not saying that like oh, everything back then was was better. But as I mentioned last week, I think there are some elements of the Industrial Revolution at play here. Sure. Some good and some not so good. Where like why why are so many people attracted to small town or country living? Mm-hmm. Because it's usually a slower pace of life sure. than city city life. And that's been well proven to be usually like better for your physical and mental well-being. Yeah. And so I think that's just another thing that kind of plays into the busyness conversation. Well, how 
like how 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 fast are you moving yeah no i i think that's i think that's an excellent point you know you should consider your pace of life and uh, basically everything to do with the government response to covid has been absolutely horrible but the one thing i will say is it really did force people to slow down mm. right and, and reevaluate and think about how they're using their time and and uh, you know you hear about, more time at home <laughs> you, you hear about a lot of people who are now working from home yeah when, when they already could be and think about that one hour of travel time that they now exactly. don't you know so yeah or people who spend all this time baking bread yeah and because they had like nothing had else time. to do and how much they loved it and just like how much more time people spent eating supper with their families and how much more time they spent outside reading books like connecting with the people that lived with them and stuff okay no, no so so let's talk about uh how to apply something that paul says in ephesians 5 because he, he, he's very clear when it comes to the issue of time but it's very general principle and he says make the best use of the time mm. Well, See, that that seems a little extreme. <laughs> it seems intense. It, seems it does. Very, it's very difficult. Like you for need us. to make the best use of your time. So, so what does that mean? Well, we're pretty wasteful people. <laughs> I know. This is what I'm talking about. Well, it's funny. It's, a, it's we another have, one of those verses we don't talk much about. We've been talking a bunch about busyness, but I think the Bible talks a lot about time, but it warns us, especially of another sin, which is laziness. Yeah. Now. I think busyness and laziness may be a little bit closer than we oh, initially oh, I think. completely agree. Because <laughs> yeah. there is a kind of uh, maybe like mental laziness yeah. that can factor into busyness more. But yeah, the, the Proverbs especially spend mm -hmm. a ton of time For talking sure. about how important it is to, to work hard, mm -hmm. um, to not just waste opportunities to do good. Well, th I mean, there's a few things to consider. I mean, you only have so much time. 24 a, hours a day. And you don't know how much time you have. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, exactly. if, there, if there's things that you need to get done, mm -hmm. you better get on those things. Mm -hmm. Like, y y none of us is promised tomorrow. I'm not trying to be a downer here, but that's the reality. None of us is promised tomorrow. And and I, I think that if we could get that into our skulls, we might be better users of our time. Well, in our original time episode, I'm sure we talked about Jonathan Edwards' sure. resolutions because sure. several of those were devoted to the use of time because that was a guy who really seemed to get how valuable our time was and what you just said reminded me of one of his resolutions where he said resolved never to i'm paraphrasing here, <laughs> never to do anything uh as if this could not be my last day alive yeah so now let me bring some balance into the conversation yeah, because it, it, especially when you bring up the resolutions because yeah. there's a lot of people that say like those resolutions are unrealistic mm -hmm. right and so like yeah well if there's something you need to get done you better get it done because you might not have the chance but also you know uh, how do I put this? I guess what I'm thinking about is it's like you're sitting watching a television program. You say, is this the best use of your time? I should be reading my Bible. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, if that were the case, you would never do anything but read the Bible. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like it, it may be the case that, yeah, you, it, you know, if you haven't spent time in the word, then you shouldn't be watching TV. It wouldn't be a good use of your time. But it might be a situation where you have done your reading and you want to relax and get some rest with your wife. And it would be the best use of your time. You know, I think what's at the core of Edwards resolutions that maybe he just uses a little bit of intense language and what I think Paul is getting at is like we should be structuring our lives in such a way with a balance of work rest caring for people that that each day we can kind of be satisfied that we did our best yeah. with 
yeah. with what the Lord gave us. For sure. Basically, no regrets. Yeah. Right? Regrets Which are bad. Which is also impossible. <laughs> like, we're all, we're sinful human beings. We're all going to yeah. have regrets. Yeah. But there are definitely things we can do to minimize how many regrets we have. What do we think of uh, schedules and lists? I think they can be very useful depending on the person. I find them very helpful. <laughs> um, I know some people, it drives them bonkers. Yeah. And it like massively stresses them out. I don't think it drives me bonkers or stresses me out. I just don't have any time for it. Well, Not, and I don't mean I don't mean I don't have the time. I could sit down and make schedules. I schedule appointments, yeah. so I don't miss appointments. But I couldn't. I, I could. I couldn't possibly sit there for half an hour scheduling what I'm going to do all day when I could just do what I need to do. Yeah, I mean, some people <laughs> though find that that time scheduling ends up saving them so much time yeah. that happens in the cracks of deciding what to do or instead of just like knowing immediately what you're moving on to you check facebook or something like that oh i i i think you're probably probably most definitely don't you let wow. me say you're probably most definitely i love the confidence here you're, you're probably most definitely better off to schedule your time <laughs> i'm not i'm not advocating for not scheduling your time yeah i'm just like i i have <laughs> I have so many things to do, Jagel. Yeah, I'm so, so busy. busy. No, no, but but seriously, I ha I I know all the categories of things I need to do. Yeah, and so as long as I'm working on one of them, once that gets done, I go on to the next thing. I'm a big pat. I'm a big pattern. I'm a, big, a big fan pattern. of like patterns and rhythm. So, for example, in <laughs> yeah, my life, okay. it is extremely difficult to schedule yeah. every detail of my my work life because I have a toddler and you got some baby transitioning with naps she's amazing so I love her her naps aren't even reliable right now <laughs> reliable naps uh, yeah anyways so I find it helpful to know well in wake window one these are the things that I'm going to do yeah yeah in now and when she's napping this is my list of things I'm going to do and I do utilize lists a lot because I find they're very helpful especially with pregnancy brain I am yeah. very scattered all the time yeah but it was interesting to me when I was thinking about us talking about this because I am in a very different stage of life in using my time yeah, than I was when I was originally recording that episode and it made me think about how important it is for young people to yeah get just like to really care about this now care about mm -hmm. using your time well now exactly because this is going to affect how you use your time for the rest yeah. of your life like how you use your time when you are a young parent when you are working when you are Completely like out agreed. in the world like balancing relationships when you are caring for a sick relative when different things come up in your life the foundation of what you believe about time yeah and how important it is to you in light of god's commands like that's that's just going to massively change what you do and how you live. Yeah, and maybe I mean maybe you you've just got on something there from like from my childhood. I never kept schedules of anything and maybe that's mm. playing out now. Yeah. Like but 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 still I completely agree like you should be thinking about how you use your time young because I think a lot of people are of the mindset well like now I'm young and I don't have to worry about my time and I can just do whatever I want. And it's just like no, man. Yeah. Well, it's like sure, that's nah, true. Bro, you can you if could. you want to set yourself up for failure well, that's in it. the future. Like that's it i don't think you're thinking ahead so i think that's a really good word like you should be thinking about how you use your time now and it's something your parents can help you with for sure you know like if you are having a hard time finding time to do the things that are important like if i talk to somebody and i say look how's your bible reading going and they go well i don't have time well we need to make some changes yeah. we need to you know i say to them let's uh, and basically i start talking to them about their schedule tell mm -hmm. me about your day how often do you do this when do you do that because if if you're too busy 
to spend time in God's word on a day basis, you are just straight too busy. Well, this just made me think of another way we could explain Paul's command to make the best use of your time. And that is to make sure you have the right priorities every day. Exactly. And I think that's usually the issue. When somebody says, I don't have time for something, what they're saying is that this is not a priority for me. Yeah, it's not important enough for me. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, I, I think that's good. Like wherever you are in life, you should be thinking about how you use your time. Yeah. And, and 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 you should be always thinking about you know using your time to glorify God. I I don't think I want people to get too like too hypercritical when it comes to that thing mm-hmm. because like I say you know you're sitting there eating uh your vegetables or whatever I don't know and and, and, and and you're like am I making the best use of my time well, I could be reading my Bible and not eating my vegetables right. no you should eat your vegetables right so it's just you don't, you don't want to be hypercritical you want to treat every you know every day as a as a demonstration of God's grace like he didn't mm-hmm. owe you that day he gave you that day use it for his glory and enjoy the things that he's given you to enjoy and yeah work well rest well make good use of your time yeah Work well and rest well. Trust the Lord. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, uh, if people want to reach out to us and. uh, Well, I mean, if they have the time, they can go to our website, ageofminority.com. And if you don't have time, they should make the time. That's right. They can also email us at jacalarshawn at ageofminority.com. They can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if they have a bunch of extra time, maybe they want to write us a five star rating and review for Apple iTunes. Yeah, because then we might, if we get time. Yeah, we will review your review. Wow, what an honor that would be. And check out our website, too. we check got a kicking website now. So, Brand you know, website. it's there for your enjoyment. So, right. check it out. It's all arranged. Hey, There's categories. There's categories. You can look up all the episodes. You can you can send your youth pastor to our, our website, and they can see a section just for them. That's right. That's how much we care we about care. you guys. We spent all that time. Yeah. So much time. We did spend a lot of time getting that website together. Just for you guys. All right. Until next week, Joe. This has been Age of Minority.